So today we're going to begin the equanimity practice. After the preparations, the preliminary preparations of doing the metta and also the awareness, the mindful awareness practice. So let's start our practice today with, again, first coming to feeling our bodies just sitting here. We'll take a few minutes to start off with the mindful awareness practice. Grounding our attention in the body is always a good place to start. Feeling the sensations of the buttocks to the chair or cushion. Our hands touching. Our eyelids and lips touching. And feeling the various sensations arising and passing away in the body. And seeing if we can relax the body and the mind into whatever is happening in this present moment. Sensing the whole body just sitting here. Opening the attention to the various noises, sounds that arise and pass away in the room. Allowing those whatever environmental sounds or sounds that are coming from each other be part of the natural atmosphere just as the body has these various sensations arise and pass away so too in the environment there are these experiences of hearing smelling sensing in different ways allow that all to be natural nature And the first and most important thing that we need to do with our practice is see if we can have an attitude of relaxing around it. So do what you do first, whatever suitable for you, coming to the breath or being with a more open attention. Taking the first few moments to do that awareness practice that you are most used to.
And so now we'll begin to train the heart and mind to incline towards equanimity, just as we were in the training to have a habit of inclining naturally towards kindness, metta, we'll do the same with equanimity. The Buddha said that what a person reflects upon over and over again, to that their mind will naturally incline. So this is the training to naturally incline the heart and mind towards equanimity. The aim of our practice is to rest the heart and mind before it falls into the extremes. To rest the mind before it falls into extremes, the extreme of aversion and its various manifestations, the extreme of attachment, and its various manifestations. So what we're beginning to do is decommission the default settings of reactivity. Decommission the automatic criticism, blame, closed-mindedness, aversion to how we don't like things the way they are, or attachment to how we think it should be and to begin to electrify or light up new pathways of the heart and mind that can become more open in a balanced way with discernment, more spacious, taking in the outer environment with a better perspective, with a heartfelt connection of care, And then, as well, being able to turn our attention to our own hearts and minds, to that very private place. Learn to open to that without reactivity, without avoiding or closing down, but to open to the ways of our heart and mind, the default settings in a very close-up and personal way, opening to those. So we begin to see the world, the outer world, the inner world, with more quiet eyes. The benefit of that is that we can see all sides with a lot of care, with a lot more balance. We have the ability to spontaneously open in a better way, to access a response that has more wisdom, that has more compassion. So this is a very beneficial practice that takes different energy than in Vipassana practice. In Vipassana practice, We allow things to arise and to notice them over and over again. But in metta practice or in equanimity, in all of the Brahma-vihara practices, we use a little different energy, 
over and over again, we're inclining the heart and mind towards equanimity or towards metta when we're doing that. So this takes energy. It takes intention. This is a training. It's not that we just sit there and let things happen and notice them with awareness, which is also very powerful. But in this case, it's a training to learn to decommission the default settings of the mind and heart that are not beneficial and to recommission the mind and the heart to go towards what is beneficial. So it takes energy, intention, understanding to do this. During the rest of our days, we'll gradually go through the progression of individuals that we'll practice with. Today, we'll begin with the easiest ones in the equanimity practice. The first one we take is a neutral person, the easiest one. And then we may go on to a dear friend, depending on the timing. The next time, we'll begin there briefly and continue on with others, going on down the line from from neutral person, dear friend, benefactor, the person we're having difficulty with, and then oneself. So in about the next five sessions of equanimity during this rest of the week. We'll be going through all of those individuals. We'll be using phrases that are more like statements of wisdom, of understanding, of intention. For example, may I open to this moment with equanimity? Or for example, This is how it is right now, in this moment. May I open to that? Or may my heart be at ease with this situation? And remember that it's not that we end there. It's just that in that moment, we take in what's going on with balance, with ease, so that at the right moment, we know what to do. So that part comes later, knowing what to do. In this part, we're just training the mind to incline towards equanimity. So I'll give you the phrases as we go along. Remember that they're planting seeds of intention within ourselves. These phrases are not like metta phrases where we're wishing goodwill towards ourselves or others. These are phrases of wisdom that open our hearts towards going towards equanimity more spontaneously. So it's making new habit patterns. It's not wishing that another person have equanimity. It's seeing that we can open with equanimity towards that other situation or person and even towards ourselves. We're developing a powerfully new habit pattern here. So it's really important to 
take this as a training because it isn't always easeful. We're disarming reactivity. We're recommissioning equanimity. So we'll be doing this on two levels. With each person that we take as the being that we're working with, we're opening to that person and developing equanimity in ourselves in relationship to that person. And then the next level with that same person is we're going to open to our own heart and mind and see what's going on there as a way to make a habit of turning back to see what's going on within ourselves. Developing equanimity towards whatever is going on in our own hearts. So you don't have to hold any of that that I just said. Just in the moment, you can take it in. And we'll go as we offer the guidance. All those parts will be offered to you at the right time. So first we come to feeling our bodies just sitting here. Remembering that our intention is to aim the heart and mind towards a spacious, calm, inner balance. Towards this very first person we're going to open to, the easiest person in this progression. And this is the neutral person, someone we feel fairly neutral towards. So perhaps you want to choose the neutral person you've chosen in your metta practice, or you choose another person that you feel fairly neutral towards. Not a whole lot of attachment or aversion. So have a sense of who that is. It might be someone here on staff or another yogi. Someone at your home neighborhood. And so with this person, our reflection about this person is very general, universal. What we reflect upon with this person is that all beings experience the vicissitudes of life, the joys and sorrows, praise and blame, gain and loss, fame and disrepute. This is true for all beings, and so it is with this being as well, though we don't know this person. This is true for this being as well. So opening our hearts to the fact of that with this person. Though we see them smiling perhaps or in their 
way of being naturally. There's a lot of life going on with this person. In the background and family life, etc. And with this person, we offer our own understanding, which opens our own hearts towards equanimity. We're not pervading it towards them. We're opening our own hearts towards equanimity in relationship to that person. So having had that reflection, all beings experience pleasure and pain, joy and sorrow, this person as well. All beings have their own journey. You might add an understanding, have their own journey depending upon countless causes and conditions. But generally, All beings have their own journey. This is how it is for this person as well. I open my heart with balance and ease about the joys and sorrows that this person may have. So you might notice this is quite easy to do with someone we don't know so well. Another phrase is, joys and sorrows arise and pass away in life. And so it is for you too. This is how it is in life. Heartfelt and balanced. Be open to that truth.
And now turn your attention towards your own heart and notice what you're experiencing right now. See what's going on in your own mind and heart in relationship to that person. You might be feeling a sense of passivity or it's way neutral, like you don't even feel anything. Notice whatever it is. Or it could be some reactivity to that person or to how you're opening to that person. Notice what's going on in your own heart. Be honest, of course, with how you're feeling. Tightness or tension, confusion. Now bring equanimity to that experience. Very important. May I open to how it is in my own heart right now. May I be clear and balanced with whatever's going on in my own heart. Receptive, open, balanced. May I accept this moment, this experience, with equanimity. Find a phrase that works for you. It could be as simple as, this is how it is right now for me. can rest in the silence when the words have done their thing, just noticing with that intention to stay open with balance, to notice however it is.
When you feel you've completed, you can rest your phrases and just be in the silence. Connecting with your body, your breath, or a more open attention. And then allowing that neutral person to remain in this field of equanimity that we're developing. And then we move on now to the next individual. Traditionally is a benefactor. Someone who has benefited you. It's usually a person, we, again, that we can easily open to. So we take the easiest ones first. Choosing someone who you can easily open your heart, your mind to. Doesn't have to be a teacher or an elder. It could be someone younger or an animal friend. Sense who that person is visually or having a felt sense of that person. If you're not the visual type, you can silently say that person's name to energetically bring up that person for you. Now having a sense of that person's life and who that person is. Maybe that person's going through something very uh, difficult or somewhat difficult or you know the conditions of that person's life. Let yourself reflect upon that person their life or their relationship to life. So in this practice we do think about it. We reflect upon it. This is skillful means. Perhaps this person is going through some gain or loss, joy, sorrow, Maybe some illness, going through aging process, whatever it is.
May I open to the conditions of your life with balance and ease. May my heart connect with you with equanimity. All beings have their own journey. May I open to that truth. Find your own words or use something simple like this is how it is for you right now. Maybe there's a certain part of their life, certain situation that has more light or connection for you. Open to that particular part. Maybe it's how they are responding to their situation that's difficult for them. or however it is for them personally. May I open to how it is for you right now with ease, with care, spacious heart, mind,
May I accept how it is for you. And the words don't come anymore, just rest in the silence. Connecting with your breath or your body. Place of stabilization. And now turning your attention towards your own heart and mind, whatever's coming up within you in relationship to that person. Is there holding back or tension in your heart? Is there fear? Is there wanting it to be otherwise? Or aversion to how it is? in a more personal, intimate way, know what's going on within you in relationship to that person. So exploring your own heart and mind, what's the response, the reactivity possibly? Maybe it's subtle. Maybe it's more predominant. Just notice developing the habit of knowing what's going on within ourselves in relationship to life. Is it okay? Whatever it is, know that. Is there sadness? Or guilt? So tenderly be with that, with your awareness. And then as an extra powerful measure, bring equanimity to it. May I open to how it is for me right now. That spacious, tender awareness. Clarity. Truthfulness.
May my heart relax around how it is with balance. If we feel closed down, then offer that equanimity intention there. This is how it is right now. May I know this place in my heart with equanimity. Just staying with that. You know the intention. You don't have to have words sometimes. Just breathing in and out with that intention. Coming to a close now with that individual. And having that individual, that benefactor, and also the neutral person together. And I always like to close with a little metta for both of them so it keeps the heart and the caring connected to equanimity. Offering loving-kindness, pervading it to them. May you be safe and protected from all harm. Use your own words, radiating that blessing, that simple blessing to these individuals. Coming back to our own bodies and minds, feeling ourselves just sitting here. May all beings here and everywhere 
be safe and protected, peaceful and happy. May all beings be liberated. So thank you for your practice. I know it's um, it's a whole different energy that we have to have for these Brahma Vihara practices, and um, it's it's a training, and it takes energy to do this. So, are there any questions about the practice or about how you might have um, need? Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.